Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art, Art of, of Relationships. relationships. Thank, Thank you. you. Welcome, Welcome to, the to the Art of Relationships, relationships Radio, radio show. show. Greg, Greg has been a relationships, relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. shows. He promises he that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dazinski, The Art of Relationships Radio Show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. This is your host, licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist in Detroit City, Greg Dzinski. Welcome Again, to the Art of Relationships radio show, you can give me a call at 313-614-9498. Again, that number is, you can give me a buzz at, it is 313-614-9498. And as always, you can join me on the live chat if you're using the show's own own app, or it might be under my name, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. And I want to give a warm uh, gratitude to the studio that I'm broadcasting live from, podcastdetroit.com. And make sure you listen, check out podcastdetroit.com. Uh, also, following down Beer Company uh, in Warren, Michigan, I think they opened one in Oxford, too. Uh, for supplying the studio uh, with terrific uh, beer choices, Ninja Chicken, and now we got Mother Cluster, which is uh, actually I just had a bit of that before the show, and it's actually pretty good stuff. So make sure you check out them. A huge thank you to Falling Down Brewery or Beer Company, and also make sure you check out podcastdetroit.com. Uh, listen to a variety of show from uh, Geeks IT uh, to uh, Actually, if you're into uh, the Undercard Show, which I was able to be with last week, uh, check them out if you're into uh, UFC, MMA, and boxing as well, too. They're awesome. Great, great group of people, as most people are, along with the Rack Show as well and IT and the D. Make sure you listen to them, too, Monday nights, uh, 9 to 11. So it might interrupt your Monday night football for you fans, but... Anyways, we're going to get on with the show. And tonight, I want to welcome everybody here. Join me on the live chat or give me a call, 313-614-9498. Coming from live studios in Detroit's uh, city. And actually, if you are seeking uh, help, counseling help for 
could be a relationship, marriage issue, sexual dynamity, and I also uh, specialize in grief and loss and trauma situations as well, traumatic uh, experiences. You can also give me a call at uh, 313-614-9498 and check out my website at www.theartofrelationships.org. And also, I want to thank everybody uh, checking out uh, my book, Seize That Total Connection, on Amazon.com. That is available in ebook format and also paperback. Uh, so hopefully uh, that's going to go well. Hopefully you like it and it's going to help, like I said, with, along with the show. It serves, uh, hopefully it serves a major purpose in helping other people. That's what my work is all about is uh, my passion is trying to make everybody's lives a little bit happier, a little bit healthier, and, of course, more passionate and loving in your relationships. So tonight, we got a potpourri going on. Oops, I spelled. I'll have to edit that. (laughs) Um, We are going to talk about bad influences in your relationship or marriage. And we want. I want to get into also... um, some dating aspects. I got an awesome question um, on Facebook as far as if you have a disability, if you are only, um, how can I say this? If you are only, you know, geared up or if you're only able to date others that have a disability, be it, you know, maybe physical, cognitive levels and, you know, different variations of disabilities, different severities. And this is a good question. I've, uh, I've worked with many uh, couples. It's where they have, you know, MS or different, you know, physical disabilities, uh, full amputees, you know, both couples are in wheelchairs and stuff. And they almost, uh, for a better term, and they, I mean, this is from not my words, but this is from them. Yeah, say, you know, they'll come up to me and, you know, Greg, you know, look at us. Who else would want to date us in this situation? And it's very sad. It's a very um, it's a very sad situation. I want people to be together because they love each other. And But, again, who am I to say that, you know, it's not, you know, if if it's better, how can I say this, if it's better for them, you know, than being alone, and if they're okay with that, then that's fine. I'm all about that. I want people happy. I want them, you know, happier than being, you know, sad or depressed or feeling lonely or abandoned. Absolutely. But most things, even with disabilities, I want, you know, I want you to be with somebody because they accept you, they accept you for who you are, and that they, you know, they love you. And there's, you know, some chemistry and some passion going on along with the best friend aspects. So, again, it's not, you know, I'm not, disabled um, in any sense of the word. So I don't want to pretend, I, I don't pretend to be someone I'm not. And, you know, could be imagined, try to put myself in other people's shoes. And we don't, you know, we don't live that life, um, especially if you're, say, wheelchair bound and going through the snow uh, you know, in Michigan here, the snow, the sleet, and it's just ridiculous not to mention, you know, say you're, you know, very, you know, intelligent as well and you're able to work and all this stuff and you might be limited you might be you know talk about racial prejudices but what about prejudices uh against uh disability and you know trying to get a mindset and it was an awesome question so i want to get into that 
a little bit later on in the show. But going to talk about, hit on the first thing is, we're going to hit on is, what about bad influences? And I get this in relationships a lot with couples in my office. And I hit on, you know, dynamics as far as, you know, when friends, family members, whatever, that they hate, um, they, well, maybe they hate, <laughs> they hate your partner, <clears throat> you know, they hate your boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, husband, wife, whatever, and they're always talking smack, they're always talking crap about your partner and whatever, and it starts you thinking, especially, and they love it, when they hear you are having an argument, when you are hearing that you are fighting they sort of you know they're like parasites <laughs> I know that's a great term for it is parasites and they sort of wiggle their way in and they try to put a wedge even further between you two and they look at you know yeah he you know he's a jerk he's this he's that or she's this she's that you deserve better you deserve better you shouldn't put up with all this stuff and it creates a very it creates a maybe a small gap in the relationship even more so but then that further you know it expands it spreads like a disease and i'm not talking about people you know if people are abusive and they're you know that's a different situation you know if they're they're verbally physically abusive uh maybe a crack addict um i don't want to belittle that but you know and they don't want to get help to clean themselves up or anything in that situation that i'm not going on that aspect i'm going to say you know they're a decent person but for whatever reason they don't like your partner we'll say that girlfriend boyfriend husband wife and they're trying to slam you and all of a sudden you have family members friends or maybe friends that are single and they're jealous because they don't have anybody you know and they want you to sort of hang in there not misery but maybe they want you to be single maybe they're not they're jealous, maybe jealous about they don't have as much time with you anymore. And this goes for family member or whatever. So they're going to try to wiggle their way in and try to put that wedge between you and your partner. And unfortunately, this happens quite frequently. And it's it's ironic. Even not only, you know, I see couples all over the place as far as, you know, married, living together, dating. Um, they're, you know, they're not just married or living together. They're, you know, a whole wide gamut of couples that I see and try to help in my office in Detroit. And you look at the situation, you know, what is good for you? You know, it's very subjective as far as other people. And other people, I I tell people, you want to keep people that are supportive, that are maybe in healthy relationships themselves, and they want you happy, and they're going to be honest with you. They're not going to be go from a a biased, judgmental stance and try to break up your relationship or try to break up your marriage or put that wedge because, you know, of their own benefit, their own emotional benefit. Maybe they just went through a breakup or they went through a divorce and all of a sudden, woohoo, I'm divorced. You love it. You should do it. I can't, you know, and they start sort of spewing negativity and bashing maybe your relationship or maybe everybody else's relationship, marriage. Why would you want to be married? I can't believe that she's controlling, he's controlling. And maybe they're, you know, they're really not. And they're doing it for their own benefit. And it's very unhealthy to look at those dynamics. And, you know, you trigger those elements and you need to step away. And it's very, very difficult when they hit on, um, you know, when they're good friends of yours, you know, maybe they're, your best friend for years. Maybe 
you know, they're a relative that you're close with, a sibling, or maybe you're close with your mom, dad, whatever. It doesn't matter that, you know, they all of a sudden, for whatever reason, they want you broken up or they, they sort of spew negativity in the relationship and look at the dynamics that, you know what, you need to, I don't like them, I don't like this. And it's a jealousy issue. Uh, for one, it's either maybe they're not getting their emotional needs met as much anymore from you, which they need to work on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or, you know, it's maybe, like I said, they broke up and they want someone to sulk in their own misery and be jealous. You need to step away from that and look at, am I really happy? Is this person really that bad? Or why are they bashing me? And you could tell them, be blunt. Say, you know what, I don't want to hear this anymore. Um, you know, if you, the old scenario, you got nothing good to say, you know, I don't want to hear it anymore. I love this person or really like, I want to see where it's going and it's healthy and I'm happy with this person. They treat me well. Um, and you need to maybe step away from that and get away from that negative influence. And it's weird. It's all over. And everyone assumes that it is, you know, this is a high school thing, right? a junior high, a high school situation, and it's not, man. It it happens all ages, all categories. It it could happen with, um, say, you get a divorce and you have kids, and kids could be, you know, younger. They could be teenagers. They could be adult children now, and you go through a divorce or, you know, sadly, a death. Um, Your partner, your spouse, whatever, dies, a heart attack, cancer, you know, heaven forbid, but... um, you know, those sad situations. You go on and want to move on and maybe meet someone, date. Now, some other person tries to think what's best for you, and it's not their life, right? You have an adult child. Oh, I don't think that. you. How could you do that? You know, how could you do that to dad when they died? You know, they've been dead only a year, two years, whatever. Um, How could you do that? It's like cheating. And they try to manipulate and bash you, and it's not for your benefit, it's for their own and their own feelings and their own emotional aspects. You need to step away from that and say, you know what, I got a right to be happy. And if you're not happy for me, you know, you need to maybe peace out with this. You know, I love you and all this stuff, but maybe this topic we just can't talk about right now. And there's a difference between people looking out for your best interests. And if it's really your best interest or it's about them and their own best interests, okay? It's very, very difficult to separate, but this is where you need to, you know, judge your gut instinct. And we'll get more into, you know, maybe people looking at those dynamics and looking at, you know, if they don't like somebody, you know, look at the concrete reasons, you know, why and if they can't. If you're not seeing this, are you blind? You know, they say, you know, love is blind, right? Or love puts a mask on you. Or, you know, if you have one person bashing them, nobody else is, you need to look at that other person, look at what the hell is going on, that they need to maybe step away from that, maybe uh, peace out a little bit, okay? Um, Okay, this is the Heart of Relationships radio show. Um, I'm going to take a little breather, and then I will be Back in a few minutes. This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming to you live from Podcast 
Detroit Studios. I'll be back in a few. Thank you so much. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
to call myself the great pretender Before you tell me what you remember When you used to stand for something more than this I always think it's happy forever Hey, welcome everybody. This is Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. That was The Great Pretender by Skyway Traffic, and a song before that was by Rev Right Time, Wellwisher, it's called. So check them out on Facebook, check them out on Reverb Nation, and I think uh, YouTube as well. So, um... Rev Right Time, sorry, I had a brain fart. Rev Right Time and Skyway Traffic, uh, great people as well, too. Great talent, and not only that, they're great individuals as well. So make sure you check them out on uh, YouTube and for uh, Facebook, too. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. And we're talking about bad influences in your relationship. I think we all been there. And trying to get away from that. And, uh, oh, before I get into that, I want to give you the call-in line again. 313-614-9498. And if you're looking for uh, counseling services, whatever, in uh, downtown Detroit area or metro Detroit area, make sure you check me out at, uh, or check out my website, I should say, at www.theartofrelationships.com. Org. And you can check me out on Facebook under my name, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships page as well. And I appreciate that. Make sure you check out my book that just came out to seize that total connection. Then the last part of it's achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave. How, baby. So hopefully it'll help a lot of people out. Um maybe maintain their own sense of self, their own self-esteem aspects, along with trying to create a fantastic reignite in your relationship or marriage. And maybe it'll help you even look at, you know, maybe what you're not getting in a relationship to be able to step away from it. And that's your decision. Nobody else's. Okay. And that's where the topic of bad influence is coming from. And you can also join us on the live chat. Welcome, Melissa. How's it going? I see you in the live chat. So, uh, people, you can j- uh, jump in uh, live chat, too, if you're using the Art of Relationships uh, radio show's own app, the Spreaker app. You can join us on the live chat as well or on Spreaker's uh, website as well. And I'm coming. Uh, you can also check on um, Podcast Detroit. has got an awesome app as well. But, unfortunately, I can't do um, – I have a hard enough time multitasking two things <laughs> at once, not to mention uh, three things. But I know Podcast Detroit, uh, Dave and Bill's got an awesome, awesome uh, app as well. But you can check out um, the other shows as well from there. So make sure you check uh, check those out. And we're going to get back into the bad influence. I Before the break... I mentioned about, you know, people trying to bash you and trying to get at the situation to where 
you know, they drive a wedge in between, you know, your boyfriend, girlfriend, um, you know, lover, partner, husband, wife, whatever situation or label you want to call it. And they try to drive a wedge in between you. And I'm not, I talked before the break, I'm not talking about, you know, abusive situations, okay? Oh, yeah, Facebook, Melissa mentioned about, you know, a bad influence. It could be how it's used or how it relates. And if it distracts you from your relationship, that's a good one, social media. And I'm going to get on to that. And I also, I think I did a show, the last show was about social media and the influence, or a couple shows ago, the influences of social media and how you do that. So hold, remind me a little bit in a few minutes, Melissa, if you will, or I'll try to remember by looking in the chat. Um, like I said, you can join Melissa, join everybody else in the live chat on uh, the show's own app or Spreaker.com, the Art of Relationships radio show. You can check everything out. And uh, I'm going to, I'll get back in, uh, you know, bad influences as well. But I'm going to, I want to key in or, you know, keep focused on, you know, bad influences, meaning people, you know, they could be best friends, they could be relatives, mom, dad, sibling, it doesn't matter. And you need to pay particular attention to people that have just been through a breakup, they have been maybe divorced themselves, you know, and you need to look at a character, you know, character makeup, and what benefit are they looking? Is it for my benefit? Or is it for their own that they're bashing? Do they want me, you know, are they jealous? Are they jealous because I have maybe a happy relationship and we're connected and they're jealous because of that, jealous because I don't have the time for them anymore? Or are they looking at, you know, or is it legit to where they're seeing you miserable and ornery all the time and maybe, you know, crying, maybe bitching, complaining, and it's all the time. They don't see you happy anymore. You know, you look at that. Is that legit? You know, that's not necessarily a bad influence. It's bad influence when they're trying to, you know, more representative of bad influence. You know, maybe they're single and they're trying to get you to talk to other guys if you're, you know, a female or maybe you're gay. Um, or they're trying to get you hooked up with other single people Maybe they're going on a date and they want a double date and they know you're dating somebody. Maybe, hell, they know you're married. Oh, just go. It's no big deal. They know you're involved. They know this. Just go out and, you know, you don't want to be in that situation. And like I said, that is more for their benefit. And if they don't understand your situation and what is important to you and they're not respecting you as an individual in your relationship, then maybe you need to dismiss them out of your life or... You just don't involve them in like situations to where, you know, they're going to get you into trouble and maybe you have a decent relationship and they're trying to get you, um, you know, they're trying to get you away from that. Maybe they want you to hang out in the bars all the time by them, you know, or like uh, singles parties. Oh, we, I need you to go do this for me and all this stuff. And it's for their own benefit. I'm all about helping out, you know, friends, family. I'm all about that. But if they know it's not a good situation for you, they need to respect that um, and step away from that approach and step away from that attitude um, and trying to talk you into something that isn't healthy for you. You know what? Uh, they shouldn't even ask you if they respect that, okay? So you need to look at you know, where your friends, where your family are coming from um, 
that are going to weasel into it. And it could be it could be even a coworker situation. Maybe they're whispering sweet nothings to you, and you know, and they tend to be there when you're always bashing the other partner. And maybe that's your fault too, right? If you're always bashing your boyfriend, your husband, girlfriend, boy, you know, wife, whatever, and you're bashing them, and you, maybe you need to look at your situation. Why am I doing this? For one. And what am I looking for? If I have an issue, I need to keep this discussed and keep it between us two, not invite the whole world into our situation because it's, like I said, um, people, friends, they typically will take your side, right? And everybody knows people that play the victim role. Poor me, poor me, oh, they're this, they're that. And they're going to suck you into that situation. You need to step away from it and look at, okay, is the relationship or my, you know, partner who I'm with now, are they, is it not healthy for me? Or is it just that, you know, my friends or family, whatever, they don't want me in the situation because they're miserable. They want me to get soaked in (laughs) or sucked in, I should say, into their own misery. And, you know, they're single, they're lonely sauce, and they want you to hang out with them and, go to singles mixers and go out to, um, you know, maybe bars all the time where there's a lot of single people and you're taken, if you will. Taken, I hate that word. You're involved uh, with somebody else in a serious relationship, and they're not respecting that. It's all about their needs um, and never about that thing, okay? Hey, Foo, welcome, Princess Foo. Um, I'm glad you had an awesome weekend. You and Chip Foo needed that, so I'm very happy. That's very, very cool. Um, I, I'm very, 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 very happy to hear that. So that is so cool. You guys had a good weekend. And um, you need to be able to reference that um, in that situation. You know, You need to, you know, the negative aspects. And like I said, if they're in abusive relationship. Um, you know, that's something else. You know, if they're looking at you and you're getting black eyes or you're always miserable, always getting belittled, and they're doing it in front of everybody else, and you say something to them, that's not really being a bad influence, okay? That's being healthy, and that's different. <clears throat> when you have people, well, you know, and it's not that bad of a relationship, but, you know, and we all have ups and downs in relationships, but they're always trying to exaggerate them. They're always trying or exaggerate the negative things, the bad things. You should do this. And they try to plant these seeds to make you miserable and try to get you to break up with or divorce even the situation. If the relationship is not healthy and not happy for you, right, that's one thing. You know, you need to come to your gut and, you know, use your gut instinct and say that. That's one thing. But you want it to be based on your decision, not anybody else's, okay? And like at the beginning of the show, I said, I want to throw out, you know, the abuse of uh, situation, okay? That's, even though I say it's a no-brainer, that's different. But I want to get on the situation to where, um, you know, they're always bashing for whatever reason. You got to look at, you know, what the hell is going on? I don't see this in them. And I'm logical, I'm rational, I'm not all emotional, I'm not, you know, why am I doing this? Maybe I need to separate anyone, and I tell people all the time this in my office, that if anybody is trying to sabotage your relationship, you know, 
I'm talking to anybody, maybe you need to distance yourself. You want people that are strong supporters and they want you happy and they want it to be a healthy that they're nurturing your relationship. Um, I'm not talking nurturing your relationship and you're getting the crap beat out of you or getting belittled and ripped apart all the time. I'm not talking that, but you want someone that's going to be very nurturing, very um, supportive of the relationship, and they're going to be honest with you. They're not going to sugarcoat anything, but they're going to be honest, and they're going to, you know, you might start bashing, yeah, but you know what, maybe, you know, he took it this way and try to teach you and trying to get you to look at all perspectives of the relationship and not just let you play the victim role, okay? <clears throat> oh, foo, I'm glad on cloud nine. Now, Melissa, you mentioned on chat, I'm going to read this for everybody. Uh, you know, how do you keep it without blowing up in an argument? And Melissa, that is so huge. And I, um, I tried to get, you know, some information about that. Not only a ton in my office and clients or in clients with clients, I try to look at the situation where the biggest thing is try not to take things so personal. And it's very difficult. And I'm not talking, you know, if they're calling names, uh, calling you names, belittling you, whatever, and you could just say, you know what, I'd love to talk to you, but you're not going to disrespect me. And to be able to do that and say it as a matter of fact, and you're not yelling back, you're not, it's sort of like self-soothing and you getting a hold of yourself emotional, emotionally, and it's not that easy. And you need to look at, you know, I'm not going to sit there and let you call me names or anything. You want to talk to me, talk to me. And it takes a lot of practice to be able to do that, not allow yourself, let's face it, the people we're closest to, we take the shit out on, right? And, you, you know, our kids, everyone, you hear that, it's been around forever, where um, you tend to take stuff out on you. You know, you take the stuff out on the people you're closest to for whatever reason. It's not necessarily fair, um, but that tends to what happens in all that situation, okay? But you need to look at... Um, you need to look at, you know, the aspects, whatever. Melissa, I'm sorry. I'll get back to you. She's on chat, and you can join uh, people on chat as well or give me a call with your questions at 313-614-9498. And the blow-up, it's, you know, sort of self-control, emotional self-soothing, I like to call it too. If we're getting bashed at, you look at, okay, can I do this and be, you know, mature might be a very loaded question um, for me or loaded statement out there about maturity or whatever. It's about, you know, emotional maturity or emotional, you know, self-control. You can still hurt, but can you speak from, you know, the heart, from the vulnerability? And I know a lot of people listening to the show for a long time, they hear me, you know, mention all this aspect to where... um you know, you know, where you're able to, what do I want to say? You know, you're able to look at, come from the heart, the vulnerability. You know, you get ticked, like you said, Melissa, you gave, a, you know, an example where you, you look at the situation and you get in a fight, you know, and you yell and scream and argue back and forth. How do you stop that? One thing you can do is come from, you know, the heart, the vulnerability. Allow the hurt to come through not the anger. And you can allow the hurt 
that might make you vulnerable, but that doesn't make you weak. And there's mentions a lot of stuff um, that go on left and right about the situation is, you know what, you know, that hurt. You don't, you know, it makes me feel horrible. You call me all these names. If you want to talk to me or you got an issue, talk to me. Don't yell at me. You know, don't call me names or, you know what, maybe I'm not going to talk to you unless you calm down. And I'd love to talk to you. Come from that aspect, one of vulnerability. And that'll help come from the situation to where, you know, you're speaking from the hurt instead of the anger. And you're going to help decrease that anger aspect. And I know, Melissa, I talk to you about that a lot in the situations. And going back on um, the Facebook aspect, you know, it's very immature when you talked about bad influences a while ago. And I'm going to go back up on... Uh, get back on that aspect about, you know, social media being a bad influence, being, you know, Facebook as number one, you know, there's Instagram, Twitter, what's the, uh, Snapchat, there's, um, I, you name it, I can't even think of them all. Um, but you need to go in those situations, they can be bad influences, just like in face-to-face conversations over the phone. When you start bashing yourself to another person on Facebook, Instagram, all these aspects, Twitter, um, or emails even, when you start doing this, that is no different than you trying to bash your partner to somebody face-to-face, verbally or on the phone. It's the same thing. If not, you know, if you post stuff and you're bashing each other on Facebook even for the world to see, I think that's even worse, and it makes you look like an immature ass. Uh, what else is there, right? It makes you look like a. It makes you look like a. Um, makes you look like an immature ass. You know, if you're bashing yourself and calling each other names on Facebook, well, so and so, and you, oh, I didn't mention your name, and you're trying to be, and everybody knows who you're talking about. You know, I didn't mention your name. I th- could be somebody else. You know what? You don't want to play that immature game. That is, Melissa. I agree. That is a bad influence. Um, you know, and for the listeners out there that are in the chat that are not in the chat room, Melissa is on um the live chat with uh Princess Foo. And I'd love to hear or see other people on the live chat as well. And you can and like I mentioned, you join in the live chat, I do not mention anybody's names without permission. And I know Princess Foo and Melissa a long time ago gave me permission to use their name and you can give me a call too and like i said it's anonymous um i respect your privacy and confidentiality big 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 time not only on the show but you know like i said it's my uh profession as well uh, and also not only professional but personal aspects as well you give me a call 313-614-9498 this is the art of relationships radio show Coming live from Podcast Detroit Studios. Okay, and you you look at the situation, you know, and when you start bringing somebody else in, um, you know, is this good? Would would I, you know, would my partner like this situation? Would it hurt them? Okay, like I I mentioned a little bit ago when talking, you know, about Melissa's question about Facebook and social media being a bad influence. It, it can it can be a huge bad influence. But it's the same concept as talking to a relative, talking to a best friend, and always bashing 
the situation. Once, if you're always bashing that person, you're always with that, still with that person, always with that person, that's going to make you look stupid, for one. It's going to make you look immature. And people, friends, family, whatever, are going to look at you, and they're going to say, you know what, I don't want to hear it anymore, you know, for their own well-being. You know, I don't want to hear you anymore. If you're not happy, then move on. They don't have to, people, they can say that, but they don't have to get into and jump in on the aspect and rip them apart, rip your partner, you know, apart, your lover apart. They don't, if they get on the bandwidth, you know, that's not really being a good friend and that's not being a really positive mentor or role model either for you or your relationship. You want people that are going to, like, again, you know, support that and be very supportive to the relationship big time, okay? Um, so you you need to look at um, those situations. And if they do it and it, it's a habit or they do it often and they're bashing you openly on Facebook, I'm going to look at, you know, why – I'll ask this question in my session. You know, why are you with that situation, and as Princess Fu mentioned on uh, live chat, too, that that is petty, and that's a red flag. That's a huge red flag, and it, it's not only petty, it's immature. And you look at it, de- bad influences will destroy trust, okay? Um, it needs, you know, that destroys emotional trust because what we talk about, what happens with us doesn't stay with us. You go to everybody else and they're going to bash me and take your side and all this stuff. That's not fair to you. It's not fair to your partner. It's not fair to your relationship. And we all need people to bounce stuff off of. You know, talk if you do, talk to a counselor, a therapist. And, oh, boy, after I said that, and I know there's a lot of bias out there as well, um, you know, a lot of bias. And, you know, they need to look at the whole picture, not just one side and look at what is best. Have you tried talking to them? You know, speaking, not yelling. And when I said him, it could be her too. That you're speaking from the hurt and the vulnerability. Oops, sorry, people. Just bash the mic. Sorry about the noise. And look at the situation to where, you know, what the hell it goes for and why are they doing this? And, you know, once happens to mistake it's a screw up whatever and if it's a continual pattern then i'm going to look at how would you ever be able to build emotional trust that the sanctity and the privacy and confidentiality of the relationship is going to remain intact and if you want to live that way you know what i'm going to be honest with you that is that's your choice but you know, then you sit there and complain, I can't trust what you say, and, well, then maybe you need to not be with that individual, okay? It hurts. It's very difficult, especially when you've been with someone for a long time. But you want someone that's going to respect the relationship, and that's, you know, the the bad influences not only from social media. I, I say, you know, social media is a can be a bad influence, but it's how it's used, and it's no different than them bashing, you know, bashing you or bashing your partner, you doing the same thing to a friend, a relative, and they're always ripping them. Yeah, I never did like him anyways. I never did like her anyway. She's this, she's that. And maybe they don't know him that well like you do. They don't know that they're um, emotionally supportive. They're there. Oh, maybe they're great sexually too. Ooh. <laughs> I had to throw that out there for Princess Fu. 
Oh, uh, I got to do another plug too. My book out uh, is out, Seize That Total Connection. Um, is the main. You can do a search on Google, and it should bring up to Amazon as well. Um, it is available in ebook format and paperback format as well. It's called Seize That Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and Sexual Relationship You Crave. And I know, Princess Fu, you mentioned you have it. Um, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it helps out. And I always advocate, please, you know, I'm be- I beg people, <laughs> uh, if you like it, if you don't like it, don't do a review. <laughs> but, but do a review. People that have gotten the book, you know, ebook, uh, paperback format, if you like it um, or it's inspirational and you're learning stuff, um, I would love to hear your feedback or see it on Amazon. Um, and that'll get more people out there. That'll get more people out there to um, actually see it. You know, as more people review the book, it, more people get a chance to see it. Okay. And you look at, oh, the book is awesome. Foo, I hope, are you lying? <laughs> Foo just mentioned the book is awesome. Um, thank you, Foo. And there's, if you are taken off or, you know, offended, I should say, by colorful language, especially in the sexual content, um, I just want you aware of that. There's a lot of adult um content language that I use. I'm real. I'm down to earth. I don't sugarcoat anything. And I don't come across as a politically correct uh, individual at all. Uh, I want what's best for people, okay? Um, So check that out. Seize that total connection. It came out last week, I think. (coughs) Excuse me, about a week, I think it finally came out on sale. So, um, oh, thanks, Fu. No, I would not lie about, well, thanks, Fu. I hope it it helps, and I hope it helps a lot of people out there. Um, Melissa on live chat mentioned, between friendship and relationship, people have no idea how someone really is until they're in it. Melissa, that is awesome, and that's I'm glad you picked up on, on that aspect. And as I said, you know, they might not know your partner. They might not know, you know, that they are supportive, that they are, you know, there for you, that they're caring, they're respectful for the most of the time. So it's very difficult. And I tell people, you don't know, um, you know, until you're in a relationship, you don't know what someone's like unless you're with them 24-7. And again, it's also very difficult because you can have, a, you know, families I work with, you know, you could have four or five family members, say stereotypical mom, dad, three kids, and, you know, they have five different perspectives. You know, you have, you know, two kids that say dad uh, kisses mom's butt all the time. And the one kid says, no, mom, mom always is the one kissing dad's butt. And you're like, oh, God, what's going on? And, you know, it's not a right or wrong situation. You look at what needs to be done and looking at perspectives. So it's very difficult when you have bad influences creep in. Uh, relatives, friends, coworkers, social media, you know, that you sort of get attracted to. Yeah, let's face it, we're human beings. We we have a nature of having a connection, having an attachment to people and feeling heard, feeling listened to. But you also want to be very, very careful at the bad, I call it the acid, if you will, um, you know, people that are eroding your sense of self. They're eroding your emotional fortitude and trying to suck you in. I call them, you know, they're 
emotional parasites, and they don't want you know, you to be happy. They don't want you to have a healthy relationship or something that could be, they're all quick and easy to judge and to bash. And like I said, some people out there, it could be friends, whatever. They, good friends want you happy. They want you healthy. They want you happy. They're they're not going to be bashing all the situation. They're going to have you look at other um, perspectives as well and look at, have you tried this? Have you looked at that instead of ripping your partners apart, okay? And this goes from uh, left and right as far as relatives, family, like I mentioned, coworkers, people on social media, all those aspects, okay? So bad influences are all, all away around big time. And you have to look at, you know, are they being objective or are they just, you know, bashing? They really don't know the whole situation. And it's funny when you start, you know, you might talk bad. And like I said, you need to keep that amongst yourselves, just the two of you, if there's situations, whatever. Now, abusive situation, you're getting your butt beat. No, you need to call the cops. You need to get some help, Um, you know, domestic violence hotlines and so forth. And, you know, Wayne County, Macomb County, Oakland County, you know, Tri-County, Detroit area, or you know, people listening around the area, excuse me, around the country and around the world, you know, you need to get a hold of, uh, you know, domestic violence uh, support lines in your area and different uh, centers, domestic violence centers um, or shelters in your area, too. I never, ever condone that. So throw that, throw that out there. Like I said, again, you need to look at, you know, the situation to where, um, you know, people that are healthy, they're 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 gonna like um, you happy, the relationship healthy. And I keep repeating myself. I apologize, but that is huge. You need to look at those situations, those dynamics, and positive people want you. They're gonna have you look at all sides. And you know, when you oh yeah, he did this, and they automatically jump on. Oh my God, he's a jerk. He's this. I can't believe that. I never did like him. And you're like, what? Those people are very dangerous, okay? Those are very dangerous influences. I say bad influences, but those are dangerous influences. They're not being objective. They're being very subjective, being biased, and they might not even know the whole situation. You know, we could, like I mentioned, you know, with the family of five situation, we could have all different perspectives. They want you to try to focus. Good people you know, good influences in your life, supportive. They want you to look at all perspectives. You know what? Have you looked at it from this side? Have you looked at it from that side? Did you look at it from this point of view? They're going to be supportive and help you through that, not start ganging up, jumping on the bashing bang wagon, if you will, okay? Uh, This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming live from Podcast Detroit Studios in Detroit, and I'm going to take another second break, and you can uh, give me a call. Write this number down after break, 313-614-9498. And maybe during the break, you can check out my website. There's a link to my book uh, that was just released as well on the website. That is www.theartofrelationships.org. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll be back in a few minutes after this break. Fashion Fashion statement. Check out Shoes by Shea on on Facebook. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas canvas shoes for you, your your loved one. one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. 
just another song You'll never hear about a girl I've never met This is just another life Whispered in your ear so you'll think that I can make it This is just another ride Taken by surprise with no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times that I've used to make it right A chance meeting in a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to
Welcome back, everybody. This is Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. That was Who's Your Daddy by Rev Right Time. And previously, before that, another song by uh, Skyway Traffic. Just another song you'll never hear. Check them out, like I said, on YouTube. And uh, Reverb Nation and Facebook as well. Great local Metro Detroit area talent. And what else? Uh, Trying to think. Oh, anyways, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. I am your host, Greg Dzinski, relationship and sex specialist, uh, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. And my office, uh, where I see clients uh, privately, is in downtown Detroit in the Penobscot building. Uh, so if you're looking for services, whatever, you can uh, give me a call, send me an email, 
Uh, my information is on my website, www.theartofrelationships.org. And I want to welcome everybody that's just loose listening in or tuning in to the Art of Relationships radio show. You can join us on the live chat as well if you're using the uh, radio show's own app, or you can join us on live uh, the live chat too on Spreaker's free app and uh, the website. Uh, Spreaker.com, then do a search for the Art of Relationships, or, or my name, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Greg Dzinski. Okay, we're talking about, you know, bad influences, whatever. You know, I mentioned, you know, most of the, you know, most of the show, talk about bad influences, maybe ways to go ahead and do that and try to center on, you know, getting away from those people and don't, you know, don't start blabbing you know, blabbing negative and bashing each other to other people. That's going to be number one aspect. Like I said, the only exception, looking for help, whatever, is to be in abusive relationships, and you, I'm not a huge fan of those, okay? Not, I mean, I'm not a, a big fan of any unhappy relationships with those. You need to be safe, and you need to be, uh, to try to get some help, okay? And as always on the show, you can always ask, ahead, you know, even though I try to get a topic going for the evening or a couple topics for the show, you can always ask questions. You know, join me in the live chat. It's anonymous. I will not read your name. Uh, the names you hear on chat that join me, they have given me uh, permission to say their name on the show. So, but other than that, I will not announce anyone's name that calls in. Uh, or joins the live chat without their permission. Like I said, I am not. If you give me a call at 313-614-9498, I'm not going to, I'm not rude. I'm not asking your name. I'm actually being very respectful and respecting your privacy and your uh, confidentiality and being anonymous, okay? If you want to tell me your name, that's one thing, but I'm not being rude uh, by not asking your name when you call. I am just uh, protecting you, protecting your privacy, which I'm all about. Okay, but on no matter what topic we talk about, you can always ask a question. You know, it doesn't have to be with in relation to the topic or topics, I should say, uh, that I'm talking about. You know, topics I try to talk about hit, you know, a lot of people, they try to hit, you know, hit the nerve or try to help a lot of people in these situations. But again, the show is all about you, all about the listeners out there. Um, and, you know, it's to answer your questions and try to, you know, help you through difficult situations um, and challenging situations. So you can have a happier life. You increase, you know, maybe your self-confidence, your self-esteem, self-worth, and also try to reignite or try to have a happier healthier, more passionate, loving relationship, right? How many people would love to rip your clothes off big time, right? Ow! <laughs> in a healthy way, not into a fight. Um, we mentioned uh, a couple questions on the live chat, whatever, about, you know, fighting and, you know, being embarrassed and fighting, you know, in public, arguing, screaming. we all been in situations where, you know, we, we could be in a mall, could be at a park, it could be, oh my God, I take my dog to the dog park and you have couples go at it, um, arguing, getting in a fight out in public. You know, public displays of 
fighting. <laughs> what would you say? Public the PDA, public displays of affection, but these are um, public displays of anger. There we go, PDA, public displays of anger. That might be another PDA. You know, looking at the situation that, um, you know, the dynamics are, you know, why is it going? It's going on. It's, it makes you look like an idiot. How professional is that, right? No, it makes you look like an idiot when you're yelling and screaming and arguing, you know, in public and all this stuff. What would it take to calm down? And you know what? We can talk about this later. Not This is not the place to handle this situation. You have one, you know, a partner that's always maybe explosive. That does, I don't care. You tell me to shut up. I'm not telling you to shut up. And that situation, my advice is, you know, if you're, with a volatile individual and that is easily anchored, um, very emotionally explosive, verbally explosive, and, you know, they have no filter and they're yelling, screaming, whatever. You know what? I'd walk away from them. Um, if you want to carry on, you want to be in that situation, um, you know what? You talk to me when you calm down. You know what? I'd love to hear what you have to say. I understand you're ticked. That's going to be one thing. But, you know, I understand you're ticked, and I'd love to talk to you about it and recognize that. But this is not, you know, not the place. We can talk about it. We can leave now and whatever, yell at me in the car or whatever, not in a public situation. I agree. It's a sign of, you know, do I go out and live and say emotional instability? No. We all have our our limits as far as our hurts and our anger, what ticks us off and hits our nerves. But, you know, if this tends to be a common practice and you're not doing it, it's not just one individual, say your partner, maybe you're doing it with everybody when you're mad at them, um, need to look at maybe what we can do to get some help or to look at, like I said, instead of the anger aspects, look at the vulnerability and look at, you know, maybe... I always come down to this situation uh, with clients, my office, and I've said this on air a lot of times. Somebody could come up to me and say, Greg, you're a jerk. You know what? I want to look, and am I going to blow up? Am I going to explode? Oh, my God, you're a jerk back. You're this. You're that. You're a dick. You're this. I want to look at, okay, why do you think I'm a jerk? Why do you think I'm being a jerk? You know what? Or, you know what? You're right. I was being a jerk. I apologize. And then you get so defensive and because your emotions get overwhelmed you get so defensive you blow up and it becomes very impulsive you need to look at first of all look at yourself okay look at is it um you know self-esteem issue if you're afraid to get ripped apart that you're always not good enough always this so it's your way you know, i'm not going to let anyone treat me like this but then not only that but then you're not looking at yourself so you blow up and try to attack somebody else to try to maybe protect your own ego, your own sense of self, whatever, but it's a very negative, very unhealthy way of doing it. So I, I would look at the situation that, um, and if you look at those avenues, you know, maybe you need to talk to somebody to get help. If it's not just with one person, but then you look at, you know, am I, when did I start being, was I like this all the time? Now we might have some, you know, emotional impulsivity aspects going on. 
and you know maybe seek a reputable counselor you know or therapist in a situation in your area you need to look at you know maybe get some help to work on that impulse control issues you know on the emotional level and work on self-esteem self-worth and those aspects and you need to look at you know not only when did this start look at you know is it because you know what's going on with me you know am i always like this or is it that something's going on because when we're stressed we can blow up and or maybe it's certain I, i'm not bashing you ladies so i don't want to get you know a bunch of emails phone calls whatever greg you're show i'm not chauvinist but the, some women have a hard time during uh you know right before their menstrual cycle starts you know the pms um i'm not using it as an excuse but this is legit that you know some women they can't control their hormones and that's you know i'm a guy i'm saying that um they might not be able to control them if they're that bad and they're you know hormones are all over the place right before they start their period you know emotional or anger or you know all those aspects that can't get you know and you know some women I, I mentioned you know are on birth control because of they have severe uh, PMS syndrome you know symptoms I should say they have severe so they're in the pill to try to subdue or try to um, sort of lessen those symptoms or the mood swings so much and, you know, and some women, unfortunately, they, you know, maybe they're trying to get pregnant, so they're not taking any, you know, they're not on the pill where the hormone aspects are taking hold, or maybe they can't be, you know, on a pill or whatever, oral contraceptive because blood clots or bleeding issues or um, it makes it worse. So you need to look at those aspects too, you know, am I only this way with that or is it because I'm constantly miserable in our relationship or marriage, and all of a sudden, because of that, it's affecting my other relationships with, you know, my friends, my family workers, family workers, <laughs> family members. I'm speaking ahead of myself. Or coworkers. I meant to say, yeah, co and coworkers. And is it affecting all those dynamics because of that? You're always stressed because of the situation, your relationship. You know, we all have bad days. We have, you know, relationships. We get in the fights. That's normal. Um, well, I'm not going to say it's, you know, it happens from time to time. We're all human, me included. But you look at the situation where, um, you know, is it happening more and more? Is it happening, you know, once in a great while? We all have bad days. That's being human. But if it's happening, like, on a weekly basis... Or a couple times a week where you're blown up and you're just miserable. Um, in that relationship, you need to get some help. And if that person isn't willing to look at themselves or look at, you know, the situation and what needs to be done, their role in that, then, e, you know what? Maybe you need to look at that. Maybe not only, you know, I talked about the most of the show, first half of the show, or most of it was on bad influence. Maybe that relationship isn't unhealthy. Maybe that relationship or marriage, maybe that's a bad influence on you as an individual. You ever think of that? A lot of people, you know, like I mentioned, I focus on outside influences being bad, friends, relatives, whatever, always bashing your partner, whatever, and there's no really legitimate reason. Um, you need to stay away from them. And we talked, you know, I mentioned social media. Melissa and Fu brought that up earlier in the show. Um, 
to look at, you know, social media also is a bad influence, but is the relationship or marriage, is that a bad influence on you as an individual? Are you always miserable, always, you know, on guard? Are you always walking on eggshells? Are you always freaking, you know, the old word testy, right? The old, you know, that you're on edge all the time, always barking at people, always, you know, what? What do you want? You know, (laughs) you're always mostly impulsive. And you need to look at the situation, you know, we need to get help or maybe this ain't healthy for me and what would it take for me to get the hell out of it? Or is it, you know, am I most of the issue? Am I, you know, taking responsibility is tough and it's not easy to look at ourselves. I don't want you to take all the hit, all the responsibility for it. It's very, very rare. It's always one person's fault in a relationship. But you look at your responsibility and look at, you know, what's going on, okay? Um, you know, what, uh, another question on chat mentioned, you know, what if they trap you during an argument and won't let you leave the room? You know what? That is basically like holding someone hostage. And I've dealt with, you know, situations where couples where, you know, the boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever has taken the phone, broken their phone when they're trying to call for someone to pick them up. Uh, ripped the phone off the wall. If they didn't have a cell phone, they had a house phone, ripped it off the wall. And they can be liable for that as holding some, as kidnapping, believe it or not. It is termed, legally, can be a form of kidnapping and holding somebody hostage. Believe it or not, you cannot entrap somebody, you know, in your home, um, you know, taking their keys so they can't get away grabbing their phone, smashing it where they can't call for help or, you know, get out of the situation or leave. That is entrapment. And that is, that could be deemed holding somebody hostage or a kidnap aspect, okay? Um, That is a very, very, um, it's borderline on assault. And I've dealt with couples in that situation you know, whatever, they got volatile. They, you know, one of them wanted to leave and they wouldn't, they'd lock the door and wouldn't let them leave and ripped the phone off the wall, you know, took whatever, you know, the plug off the phone on a, and smashed cell phones. Um, and they were getting, looking at charges of hostage, holding hostage and kidnapping, same aspect in their own home. And I'm telling you, uh, I'm not BSing anybody out there. This has been hap- this has happened in Macomb County, Michigan, Metro Detroit area, Wayne County, Oakland County, St. Clair County. Um, you know, four different counties. I can I can almost guarantee it's around the nation. It's not just a Metro Detroit area. Um, you know, it's around that. It can be held in, you know, liable for kidnapping and holding somebody hostage if you really pursue it. And they cannot hold you um, you know, in a situation, I, I, you know, they might stop you from leaving. I'm not saying they're tying you up, um, handcuffing you or that aspect. But when you try to prevent those situations legally, I'm telling you, the cops can, you know, they can run charges as, you know, that you're arrested for fricking, um, holding somebody hostage, kidnapping in your own home. Well, they live here too. It doesn't matter. You have a right to leave that house if you want or call somebody. 
Um, and that your Melissa, you mentioned, yeah, is that a sign of an abusive relationship? If that happens, I, you know, stuff happens. I, you know, a one thing, one time thing when it happens, but if it's a repeated situation, when I say it's a one, it should never happen. First of all. Okay. Let me, I don't condone that situation, but I look at things maybe as a whole, as a different perspective. If it happens once and you learn and okay I need to do that not do that I got away from myself that type of situation and but if it keeps happening you need to look at what the hell is going on and why am I tolerating this and there's been you know a lot of think that it's always a woman no there's women that grab guys keys I it's not it's been a 50 50 split in these situations I worked with that um you know Women, you know, they grabbed the guy's cell phone, wouldn't let him call anyone, grabbed his car keys so he couldn't leave. Um, he'd go to leave, and she threatened to I mean, there's some <laughs> threatened to call and say, you know, they did this and, you know, whatever, and if you leave, I'm calling the cops saying you did this. There's some whacked-out situations out there that I've, I've dealt with, and it's not just once or twice. It, um, I'm not going to say they're all the time. No, not at all. But, you know, they happen, and it's not that infrequent might be a good term, okay? So, you know, if it's a constant situation where that happens, um, that's not cool. You have a right, and you need, if you want to leave that situation, leave the house, whatever, you have that right, or it's, you know, you they can get in trouble if you pursue that. And that's a situation which everybody knows. If you don't pursue it, then you know what? Then you're on your own, okay? If you don't pursue that situation and you keep placing yourself in that environment or in that type of relationship or with that individual, um, you need to look on that on a huge, huge level, on a huge front, okay? Um, so it's not, you know, it's not an easy situation. I want... Um, you know, I get it. It's hard. It's hurtful. But you want to be able to step away and, you know, try to get better, okay? So make sure, like I said, if you end up getting my book, Seize That Total Connection, I'd love to hear feedback on it, likes, dislikes, and you can also hit on, you know, it's available on Amazon, uh, ebook, and paperback formats or createspace.com. That is only offered on CreateSpace, only offered to paperback format, okay? But let me know and uh, give me, I'd love to see reviews on Amazon. Um, if you get the book, you know, you read it, and I'd love to see feedback. It helps me grow and maybe look at different things as well. And I, like I said, usually around the sexual chapters or chapters on sex, sexuality, um, I do use <laughs> adult language um colorful adult language yes i swear okay that is uh yeah i it's norm it's do i want to say normal no healthy no <laughs> it's uh, my it's real it's being genuine being real real life situations and i love uh situations that um you know in counseling centers and grad schools or undergrad programs that you know, you're in a college, say, college situation. You come in and you role play. Yeah, my girlfriend, man, that bitch is crazy. Don't use that language, right? <laughs> 
how dare you? Do you don't use that language here? Well, you know what? That's real life. That does happen. Um, and if you use that, that person's going to feel judged, um, belittled, uh, biased that you're an elitist, that you're better than everybody. Then they're going to walk out on you, and they should. So this is real life, people, not some politically correct, uh, what do I want to say, some politically correct elitist um, watered-down news story or a lot of books out there. So I try to come from a real perspective. So uh, check that out. Seize that total connection, achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave. Available on Amazon. Um, okay, I want to finish up a little bit um, on this show. And this actually might, I wanna, I'm going to mention this for a little bit. And actually, I'm going to maybe on the next show, I want to cover this because this is um, huge. It's dating with uh, disabilities. They're trying to, you know, if you're single and you have a disability and trying to date, you know, you want somebody to, you know, love and live with maybe married, spend the rest of your life with somebody like, you know, most other people out there. And this question was mentioned on Facebook. Uh, someone mentioned they had a disability and, you know, it was on a live post about, you know, I'm looking at, you know, show topics. I'm also going to be doing workshops and I asked for feedback. You know, I mentioned three, you know, feedback or three workshops I'm going to be working on and holding on in downtown Detroit coming up soon. Um, and the individual mentioned about, you know, the question was, is it possible for somebody with a disability to date somebody that does not have a disability? Or is it that we're, you know, more or less someone with disability just got to accept the fact that they're going to end up with someone with a disability, be it, you know, physical or, you know, physical in nature or maybe even cognitive uh, disability, maybe, you know, from a close head injury or, you know, that type of aspect. And my comment was, no, not at all. Um, the number one thing you have to do, and I, I, not only with individuals with disability, you know, you hear commercials, they're all about that, you know, I am not my disability, right? Especially guys coming back from, you know, Afghanistan, Iraq with maybe, you know, in wheelchairs or, you know, different disability aspects. And one thing you have to look at, you know, severity of disability, of course, and it, it, there's such a wide gamut. You know, there's, you know, emotional, cognitive, um, physical disability aspects, you know, learning disabilities. There's a wide gamut of all those. You know, say if you're in a wheelchair, and I've dealt with, you know, couples that both of them are in wheelchairs. Um, maybe both of them have MS. Both of them have... Um, you know, whatever, uh, you know, in numerous situations, it's very difficult. And it's hard to, you know, if someone doesn't have a disability, put themselves in that situation. They It puts a totally new perspective on life and where you're at. Now, I'm not, that doesn't mean you settle, oh, I don't have it that bad. It could be worse. But I want people to be happy. I want people to be, you know, in love and feel appreciated and accepted for who they are, except if they're an asshole or a bitch. <laughs> I don't, not, don't ever, yeah, I don't ever want to accept someone like that. But, you know, with, you know, being single and wanting to be with someone with disability, 
the first thing I hit on is, okay, I have this, this disability, whatever, but is that one aspect of me as a person? And, you know, you look at, can you hit on the positive traits that you have as disability? Maybe you have a sense of humor. Maybe, you know, the big thing is, you know, a lot of it is being okay with yourself and, um, okay, yeah, it's true. I got a disability. There's not a damn thing I can do about it, and I'm not going to pretend it doesn't exist. That's not what I'm talking about. But looking at a positive, okay, I have this disability. What are my other positive attributes? You know, do I have a sense of humor? Am I nice? Am I patient? Am I caring, right? Am I a smart ass? Am I, you know, do I, am I able to look at the world outside my disability? Do I limit myself with that aspect? And can I look at more of a positive influence? And I know a lot of people, you know, you look at that, um, your attitude, your personality, believe it or not, it means a lot. And how you look at the world and how you look at life as a whole. Now, if you're a disability and you're always negative, always, you know, this and that and depressed, and it's hard, it's very difficult, not only with disability, anyone even without a disability that sort of acts like that can be huge. And I'm not watering down individuals with uh, disability or belittling by any means. You know, it's very difficult because if, say, you're wheelchair bound and, you know, you can't go, you know, dancing, you can't go for a hike, you can't go, you know, maybe for a bike ride, all these things that a lot of us me included, without a disability, we might take for granted whatever, but now, you know, you're limited to what activities you do or don't do. Does that mean now, because somebody doesn't have a disability, maybe they don't like to go on a bike ride or they don't like to hike, whatever. Um, Are there other things that you can do? And maybe not only, maybe you can introduce things you like doing and introduce them into your life. And not that it's bad, not that it's negative, not that it's just focused around your disability, but that it can be focused. Um, it's almost like a, it is. It's entering a whole new world. Not that it's, you know, bad or whatever, but it's just, it's different. It's a different way of living. And that's the big thing that you still want to live and you still have a positive attitude. And, you know, Look at the situation. We, you know, you're allowed to have bad days. You're able to feel like shit uh, now and then. Like I said, everybody has, you know, different levels of disability and different, you know, uh, emotionally, cognitively, or mentally, if you will, mentally, cognitively, emotionally, and physically. Um, you know, di- you know, it's a thing. You know, if someone's blind, if someone's deaf. And, you know, you're trying to learn and, you know, in a wheelchair or whatever, what happens if somebody has a disability and, you know, maybe they're paralyzed. Now they can't maybe hug. They can't lift their arms. They can't maybe have sex. Um, And I had one in my human sexuality class. Oh, as long as their tongue works, Greg, I'd be fine. I wouldn't have any problem with that. I'm like, you know what? That's a great way of looking at it. I'm laughing now, but it's true. This was come from a young lady in a human sexuality class um, probably a year ago. I think it was a year ago now I taught, and I talked about this very thing when I taught. No, it wasn't human sexuality. It was actually psychology of disability class I taught. And, um, 
know, looking at this, would you be able to date somebody with a disability? And this was a, it was a very heartfelt, very real, um, long question and situation. I don't believe um, that you, I don't want to say limit you. It's very easy for people to say, right, oh, you have a disability, therefore you only can get somebody with a disability. If you love that person, terrific. I'm all about it being genuine, all about being, you know, love and being real and concrete and being, you know, having the chemistry and having the best friends. It's all about that. Um, and if it's with somebody, another person with a disability, that's great. But if it happens to be with somebody that doesn't have a disability and they, you know, they feel that connection and that, well, you know, that aspect as well with you, that is a possibility. The number one thing is hitting on your attitude. You know, are you generally positive, upbeat? And it's very difficult you know, if you have similar, you know, if you have a lot of struggles, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, if you're wheelchair bound and, you know, going through, you know, you have to go through freaking snow and slush here in Michigan in the winters, not to mention just raining. I mean, we hate when it rains too, but someone in a wheelchair and it sucks, you know, uh, there's no way to everyone tries to be positive and try oh it could be worse yeah it could be worse but it sucks now and looking at that how your attitude how you look at certain situations and can you just say you know what it sucks to be like this yes but then you start focusing on more of the positive traits you know um you're intelligent you're smart you're witty you have a sense of humor you're kind you look at you know, you're willing to help people. These are all attributes I want you to be able to focus on that's going to happen on those elements, okay? If you have a disability, again, you know, I don't I don't want to water it down. It's not, oh, my God, it's not easy. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine. Like I said, I don't have, the only disability I have is being dirt poor. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Uh, doing what I love to do, but dirt poor. <laughs> and that's why I look for sponsors for the Art of Relationships Radio Show. You can uh, find sponsors. <laughs> Let me know if you want to sponsor or um, advertise on the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Actually, at Podcast Detroit, um, not to make uh, fun whatever, but been getting... Um, the network as itself has been getting over a million uh, listens per month. Um, so it might be a good way to reach a lot of people, especially if you have an e-commerce uh, business, uh, you know, a business where you can, you know, you do internet sales, e-commerce business. Um, it's actually a great, very reasonable way, uh, reasonable um way to advertise to and reach a ton a ton of people a ton of people not only in metro detroit but around the world actually so that might be worth something to look forward to or you know look forward to look into to be able to look at that okay um so hopefully i am going to sign off and i'm going to touch on more with the disability aspects okay i want to hit on that a little bit more And to be able to center on, you know, what is best for you guys to 
you know, with disabilities and to look for and look at? And how do you approach, you know, in the dating realm or single life with a disability? How would you approach somebody um, if you're interested in them? And that might be a good way. Now, it's one of the workshops I want to hold um, the singles, you know, having a singles dating uh, aspect to her, you know, dating again after a breakup or a divorce and trying to incorporate all those two um, or those three aspects into one. And I want to hold that in uh, Metro Detroit aspect, okay? So, um, trying to figure out what's going on. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank those for joining me in the live chat. Uh, like I said, check out my website, www.theartofrelationships.org. That's plural, relationships with the nest.org. Also, check out um, the Art of Relationships radio show.org. And there's some uh, sponsor uh, packages, advertising information as well. If you'd love to advertise on the show, it's a great way to reach not only local people, local Detroit people, but I'm talking on a national level, a ton of people on a national level and even uh, worldwide, okay, especially in e-commerce business. Um, You know, there's a lot of other aspects, too, that you can reach a ton of people. So make sure you check that out. Again, that's theartofrelationshipsradioshow.org and my counseling website, theartofrelationships.org. You can check out all information on Facebook under The Art of Relationships or my name, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Everybody have a very, very peaceful night. Uh, I'm going to peace out for the evening. Everybody take care, okay?